Psalms 11:3 If the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do In this camp Pastor Boni Bahati teaches us passionately on foundations on which the church and your life should be built on We believe as you listen to this sermon your heart towards the work of God will change your passion will increase and your life will be transformed Be blessed as you listen So we were looking at foundations, right? We said things to know about foundations. Number one, let me see if you remember. Things to know about foundations. Foundation is the lowest load-bearing part of a building. Number two, it is a principle or a basis. Number three, number three, I gave number three yesterday. But I didn't give. So what is number three? Not definitions. Not definitions. Things to know about foundations. Number one. Number one, God wants to build his church on certain foundations. Number two, God is the one who lays the foundations. Number three, God wants the city we are to to be built and designed by him. Number 4, we need to lay the foundation skillfully. Number 5, number 6, Jesus is the sure foundation. Jesus is the sure foundation. Jesus is the sure foundation. Yende your sure bet. Jesus is the sure foundation. 1 Corinthians 3:11. Jesus is the sure and your sure bet. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is which is for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid which is Jesus Christ so every other foundation is sinking sand eh our member is talking he's saying pastor that is very true he's agreeing he's saying pastor that's a good So Jesus is the surest of foundations. No other foundation is like the foundation of Jesus Christ. The foundation of Jesus is supreme to every other foundation. So if you are going to build anything that is sure, anything that will last, then you and you should actually know that we can only build it on a sure foundation. And the sure foundation is Jesus Christ. So your education is not sure foundation. Jesus is the firm foundation. Your marriage is not sure foundation. So you can't build things on top of your marriage. If your marriage is not built on Jesus, it will sink. You can't build your life on top of your education. If your education is not built on Jesus, it will sink. It will sink. You can't build your business on loans 
You can't build your business on skill. You will only build your business if it's going to be sure. The engines of a, of a lay volunteer, a volunteer, is the engine of being skillful in. Engine, engine number one was what? Being, being skillful in your pastoral. Number two, the art of business or so that engine cannot power your life if it's not built on Jesus. That engine is useless, Sandra. The only sure foundation that we are going to build on is the That's why the Bible says that let no one else build on any other foundation. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So when you come and start laying other foundations, you are failing yourself. When you come and start saying, I can make it without Jesus, you are lying to yourself. I can make it with hard work. Hard work pays. You're not the first one to think like that. Others have thought like that before. And what was their end? Your high school motto was hard work pays. Look at what you got in KCSE. You can't mention it. And you are waking up at 4. And sleep, sleeping at 10. And you are told hard work. But here you are. Here you are. After the hard work. You had a D plus. What a payment. What a payment. With all the hard work. No other foundation but the foundation of Jesus Christ. No other foundation but the foundation of? No other foundation but the foundation of? Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Muko wana kusikia kenya nasema. Nilikuwa na muambia, you cannot build your beauty on Pastor Mark. It's true. Only Jesus can sustain it. Not your husband. I was telling you, I think the first day, that do not give anyone the responsibility of making you happy. Happiness is a personal job. It is a personal responsibility. Julie, your beloved, do you have a beloved? Allah? I thought you were innocent. You were waiting on the Lord. As since oh, the Lord answered. Okay, okay, okay. With, you had a first class in statistics. Second class upper or lower. Oh, second class lower in statistics. With a beloved. The Lord will also visit you. With your certificate. So all that relationship, if you don't build it on Jesus, it's going to sink. It will sink fast. Fast and furious. Have you seen houses being, when houses are being implored? Have you seen how they fall? Not explode, implode. You know there's explosion and implosion. When they're bringing down buildings, they don't explode them. They implode them. The difference is in the physics. Explosion is the forces push the building outside. Eh? 
Islamic forces. I'm guessing. You want to make people, you are making people think like you know and you don't know. Oh, they are looking for beloveds. Oh. And how's Sarah? Mtu ni kujiuza. Anauza sera yake. Na kesho ni love concert. Asimo onekane wanajua kitu. Uza sera, uza sera. Hata luka mepiga. Yabidi mmoone leo. Kesho ni azakata. Mwenyewe anaza kujia nguo. Abaki mbwakini. Shati yako irudi. Tunasikia mwenyewe anaanza kusema. Hiyo shati irudi. Eh? Usiweke kwa jua sana. Na usiruke sana usindukishe jasho. Kimwagio maji utoe. Now, implosion is where the forces suck the building in, inside. And explosion is the forces throw the building out, in the case of a building. Now, bombs explode. Bombs don't implode. That's why when a bomb is thrown here, people will be thrown out. That's explosion. For implosion, if it is, implosion would happen, it would be sucked in. So when you sucked in, where will you go to the ground? So you can't be hurt. That's why bombs have to explode. So that people are thrown over and hurt. Because that's the intention of a bomb, it's a weapon. So if you don't build your life on Jesus, whatever you're building on will implode or explode. Whichever way. Suddenly, if you're not building on a sure foundation, it's just a matter of time before the thing either goes in or out. This is Marcus. However, how hard you work, Marcus. What were you doing in school? Did you finish or you're still in school? What are you doing? Environmental science. However, how hard you work in that thing, if you're not building it on Jesus, it's a matter of time before it either explodes or implodes. Natasha, however, how beautiful you think you are. If you don't build yourself on Jesus, it's a matter of time before you either explode or implode. And in that case, you can implode with Kaswende or explode with HIV. Yeah, Skita, no matter how brilliant you think you are, if you don't build yourself upon Jesus, it's a matter of time before the thing goes clear. Skidi papa. Kurugum boom 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 boom. It's a matter of time. No matter how much your parents love you, if you anchor your life on the love of your parents, it's a matter of time before they either the thing explodes or implodes. Because Jesus has spoken and said, you must hate your mother and father. That's the sure foundation. Building on Jesus is simply doing what Jesus has said. That's what building on Jesus is. 
So you cannot love someone else more than you love Jesus. I don't love my wife more than I love Jesus. Jesus is my number one. The best thing that ever happened to me is Jesus Christ. Everything else comes after. That's why when I'm, when I'm if about her, I say the second thing after Jesus was my wife. But she's not the first thing. She's not actually the best thing that ever happened to me is my wife. No. She can never be the best thing. The best thing that ever happened to me is Jesus. After Jesus, her. Or but Jesus, her. Are we together? But the first thing is who? Jesus. Because he's the sure foundation. He's the sure foundation. Your music, your dancing, your singing, your mothering, those who are mothers, you are acting. If it's not built on Jesus, you might as well forget it. You might as well do what? It's useless. It is useless. Jesus is the surest of foundations. Jesus is the sure foundation. And anybody who builds on this sure foundation is guaranteed that at the end of it all, it will come out victorious. The Bible says there are two people who are the same conditions. And the conditions they had is that they wanted to build a house. One of them said, I'm going to build my foundation. I'm going to build my house on a firm foundation. And the Bible says that they built their lives or their houses on a rock. Another one thought that they are wise and said, for me, I'm going to build my house on sand, on a shaky foundation. The Bible records after the, con the conditions were constant, there came a time when their conditions were to be tested. Because all of us will go through testing. At one point of your life, Susan, you'll be tested on what you're built on. Floods must come. The wind must blow. And the rains must pour. The floods will come to test what you've been built on. So if you're built on loving your girlfriend, like this guy here, Eddie, If you're built on loving your girlfriend, he was telling me yesterday, I used to love my girlfriend so much. I would miss love group to go and see my girlfriend. In Vika. Now you know. He's going for visitation. Alone. But he told me, because of that, I had to lose it. That I, I knew this is not the right thing. I can't love my girlfriend more than I love Jesus. Who is a girlfriend? Compared to Jesus. Right now, if danger walks into this building, you see that girl you think you love? One day, sit down I show you. One day, this is, let's say we are beloveds. For purposes of? We are walking in town. We love holding hands. Because the girl likes that when we walk, we hold hands. So me as a man, who am I? I like helping the poor. It's my calling. 
I'm a servant of the law in society. It's my weakness. So let's hold hands and walk. So one evening, we are leaving church in town. That time we had the town church. So just after exiting the building, tukashikana. Tukaanza safa. Looking at each other saying, oh baby, wow. I never let you go, baby. Without you, baby, I can't do it. Hey, baby. I should even does this in the city. I say, oh, look at that, my girl. Hey. Holding hands. Walking, saying, hi, baby. Hey. Without you, I can't make it. I, I can't breathe. I can't let go of your hands. When I hold your hands, my life is energized. You give me life. A few minutes. There was commotion. There was There was tear gas. When the lady had she let go of the hand and ran for her life. Not minding about the man. Not minding about the heartbeat. The one who was giving him life. He let go of life and ran for his dear life. Love ikakula pause. My life is very important. I can fast forward. Every man for himself. I came alone to this world. I live alone. Every man for himself. That is a true story of this girl and Pastor Mark. True story. All my stories are true, except the stories of rabbits and foxes. Every other story I tell you is true story. If it's not true, I tell you it's not true. Another story of another girl. Where is she? Oh, she's cooking. Another girl. We call it the marriage test. That's what we call it. They're walking in town with their beloved. And they, all these things happen just before marriage. It's called the, a few weeks before marriage, before the wedding. It's called the test of commitment. So they called that girl who, who was who, the one I'm talking about. So you, they were just walking with their beloved, saying, oh my God, I love you, baby. I can't do it without you, baby. When I think about you, baby, when I think about your goodness and the faithfulness it I'm convinced because I am worthy to receive the kind of love that you give. But I'm grateful for you. I am grateful. I am grateful for your joy And because you've shown how much you love me I am here to sing this song to you
to the boy. Commitment. The test of what? No sooner had the tear gas, boom, and the girl forgot about her. The girl ran for her dear life. Ikitu. 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 She went and hid. In someone's shop. There was, a, there was a shootout. She went and hid behind a counter. Yeah, when, yeah, and she didn't know the owner. Not like she knows the owner. No, she just saw an empty door. Like an open door. She, the Bible says, behold, I lay an open door before you. And the door that I open, no man can shut. She ran into the door and went behind. So the beloved is there outside looking. The beloved is trying to call the girl. The girl is not picking. She does not even know where her phone is at that moment. A girl to talk and run. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, no man can die for you. No man. Another time I'm with my wife. Just before we got married. True story. Based on a true story. We are walking there. We are walking in town. Together. Up to Tratembea. I need a seat today. I want to be sitting. I feel tired. We are just walking there. Not that one. The other one. We are just walking there. Walking, 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 walking. No, if you take that, will you have another one? You didn't repair the other one. So, we're walking. We are at Ajib. You know Ajib? There's a KU institution there. That whole building. No, it's okay. He can use it. That is uncomfortable for him today. Ama? Is it, is it okay? So, we are walking there in KU. Actually, no, take it. Genio, take it. Change my mind. So, we are walking. Then... There are riots all of a sudden in town. I don't know what was happening that day. But riots. It's always riots. It's always God trying to show me. Don't build your, don't build your life on this foundation. Anything can happen. Anytime. Jesus is the only sure foundation. So guess what? When the riots break out, the girl wakes up from quote-unquote, her sleep of love. She runs and leaves me stranded in the middle of the streets. Because she's a student at KU, she removes her ID and goes and shows the guard, running, running into the building. Me, I have no ID. I can't go in. So watch I run. Watch I run. I run all the way to parliament. Then it's like, where I'm running is where the riot is following me to. I have to run again all the way to Egypt. To Naz no, not to Egypt, to Agro House, Nazarene Campus. Now I also remove my ID and show the guards. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So after like 30 minutes of being lost from each other, that's when I see her phone call. Babe, can you go? I'm like, I died. I died. I died. I died. So I couldn't follow her. I'm not a student in that place. So they couldn't even allow me. That is the day I knew that my life will only be built on the sure foundation. Because Jesus is the only sure foundation. Because no matter how, how bad the situation was, Jesus never left me. He was running with me in town. But the one I thought really loves me, the one who says, I can catch a grenade for you. Throw myself in front of a train. I can throw myself in front of a train for you. I can do anything for you. Yes, I will die for you, baby. But you wouldn't do the same. Take a bullet through my head. If riots, me, if riots, enough sound on the stage, please. If riots, normal riots, the girl could not, without bullets, just, uh, what are they called? Tear gas. Tear gas. That alone, it was just rumors of war. Not war, just rumors. And she couldn't. You tell me she'll take a bullet through her head. I can catch a grenade for ya. You know I do huh? anything. Stand in front of a train for ya. You know I do anything. You know I do anything. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Only Jesus. Is the sure foundation. Only Jesus. I'm saying only Jesus is the sure foundation. Mr. Nanaogopa Kafi. Kirinanya Rashika. Alidungo Chanjo. Juanaogopa COVID. Where were you? Grenade. Go back to my scripture, Corinthians. Corinthians. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid. Which is who? Only Jesus is the true foundation. So build your life. Jesus. Build your life on who? Kachuchu. Don't lie to boys that you'll be there for them. 
No matter what. You'll be where? Kitungu na lia. Lazimu weke komaji. Tiagas utaweza. Only Jesus will be with you in all changing circumstances of your life. Only Jesus. Jesus will be with you when you are broke. He will be with you when you are rich. He will be with you when you are happy. He will be with you when you are sad. He will be with you when you are rejoicing. He will be with you when you are mourning. Only Jesus. In all changing circumstances, only Jesus will be with you. Not even your wife. She can say all the vows she wants to say. But when the rubber meets the road, Look at the girlfriend you have. He left you when you were broke. Because he wanted baby girl treatment. And the girl was in need of baby girl treatment. Alingia University Kakuacha. Akasema, you are from the village polytechnic. But Jesus has not left you. Has Jesus left you? Jesus is with you. And he's not planning to leave. The Bible says, I'll never forsake you. I'll never leave you. The Bible says, even nursing mothers can forget their children. But the Lord does not forget his own. The Lord does not forget his own. We've, we've forsaken our, our child for the last days that we've been in this camp. And we love the boy. But we say, where? That's forsaking. Because we are, our life has to go on. Who do you think will? Because you call yourself a girl, Toto. I hear you call Lady Pastor Sandra a girl, Toto. Atoti, Jaber, Jaber. That's what you call yourself. Toto, fine, fine, fine girl. Fine, fine girl. Pastor Mark. Wow. I won't sing that song. <laughs> I love Jesus. He's the only sure foundation. <laughs> I don't know what foundation these guys have built their lives on. What's a skita? Skita. Is your life built on Jesus? Your life is built on John. Who is John? Who is John? Who is John? Ah, I see in the spirit. You might be saying Jesus with your mouth, but in your heart, there's something else you're saying. Sauti soul. Sauti soul in Kuna. It can never be you. Are you sure? Uh, all of these voices, and none of them is without signification. <laughs> yeah. Ask your neighbor, 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 what is your life built on? What foundation is your life built on? Yeah, I expect a response from them. They might be telling you Jesus, but Abu, just look into their eyes as they give you that response. Yeah. For some of like for some of them, listen. 
For some people here, you might be saying Jesus on the outside. But inside, it's your parents. Your life is built on your parents. That's why if you're told, it's either Jesus or your parents. That is the last day you'll come to Jesus. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a girl you're trying to reach out to. And we begged this girl this year. Was it this year? It was this year. Last year. I know it was this year. We're trying, well, like we're really trying to, 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 to get her. To woo her back. Okay, because we know what this girl has been through. And we really tried. Because the parents don't know. As I said, the parents don't know. Your parents think you're nice people. But and, and, and she used to sing and she used to say that Jesus is the only one for me. But when the rubber hit the road, as our pastor is telling us, and when the rubber hit the road, and we asked her, because you are even willing to house her, just so she could stay in church, me and my wife and others, we were all willing to house her. We would rather a shift, like one month here, one month here, but as long as we know she stays in church. But when we finally asked her, is it... Are you willing to come? Are you willing to forsake your parents and come? We'll stay with you. We'll feed you. We'll take care of you. Don't worry. You know what? We got you. The girl said, me, as for me, I choose my parents over Jesus. She, that day, like, she genuinely chose her parents over Jesus. Yeah. She chose her parents over Jesus. So that, that day, when the, when the storm came, when the rains fell, when the winds blew, it revealed the foundation of her life. And it turns out her life was built on her parents. Her parents. Her parents. You might be saying Jesus because, you're found <laughs> because you have not yet gone through trials and tribulations. But wait until the day your parent tells you, it is either you stop following Jesus or I stop giving you allowance. I stop giving you pocket money. I stop paying your rent. Hmm? It, is either, it is either this Jesus of yours or me or us, your family. Yeah, some parents are you. <laughs> Trials and tribulations. You are taught, you are taught on suffering. When, when you choose Jesus, you are guaranteed of suffering. Yes, it's a sure bet. It's a sure bet. So when that day comes, when that day comes, when storms, when storms, when, when storms will pour, what will your, like what will, what will reveal the foundation, like what, what will your foundation be? Will your house stand after it all? Will your house stand after you? For some of you, the only thing that is keeping you here is a boy. A boy. A boy. A boy, Toto. That is the only reason why you are in this church today. Aki left. Aki left. Una left. Una sema, Pastor, the cloud has shifted. I don't, Pastor, I don't feel like this is the church for me. Come ah, the cloud that you're speaking of is a human being, flesh and bones. Hey, a walking cloud, not even a driving cloud, a walking cloud. And you're willing to forsake Jesus. 
É? Tinha dark cloud. Guy. Yes, and it is true. It might be just a boy. A boy is keeping you in this church. An unspiritual boy. For some of you, it's a girl that is making you stay in this church. Yes. I'm saying, oh, I love my pastor. I love my church. I could never leave my church. But it's because you know in your heart. It's because this girl is in this church. Yeah. Where you go, where you stay, where you move, I will follow you. That is what you're saying in your heart. So if the girl decides to stand up today and says, you know what? I gotta leave. I gotta go. Even you, you will think for a moment of all the sex she's been giving you. Hey. All the kisses. All the hugs. All the pictures you've been receiving on your phone. Ah! And you'll call yourself to a meeting. And you'll say, listen, you and I both know the truth. That if she leaves, if you cut her from your life, you're saying goodbye to all of these other benefits. All of these other advantages. Yes. Utapendo na nani? You even hear a voice telling you, you and I both know the truth. You'd be alone. Let, let's be honest with one another. 2021. And in your heart, and you see, and you, and you say, hey, if I leave this one. Naibaridi. With this rain, and this cold, and these showers, in this Nairobi, you want me to stay alone? Alone how? I will wither. I will die. I will freeze to death. I need warmth. I need heat. And she's the only one who can give me that heat. So you, so, so you, you don't even say you're leaving. You don't even leave. You, the next Sunday, we expect, we've even saved you a seat. We've saved you a seat. Someone comes to sit here. We say, no, 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 no. Marka sits on this seat. We say, no, 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 no. Don't sit. This one is reserved. It's reserved. You can't sit on this seat. Yeah. Because we are counting on you to be on that seat. Ah. But lo and behold, that Sunday, we look at your WhatsApp status. You're like, oh, oh, this is, uh, you, you find you in a new church. We look at the people on your WhatsApp status. This does not look like TGL. This, uh, I'm not seeing any greater lover here. And when we ask you why, you say, ah, pastor. Makosa? Niangu. Siku sema nimeenda? Ah. Makosa? Niangu. I meant to. I was supposed to. I really wanted to. <laughs> I purposed. I was about to. I, I intended. It was. <laughs> hey. 
But all of a sudden you say, any church is fine. You don't need to belong to one church. It is not your conviction, it is a girl. A girl toto. I'm still in the family of Jesus. That's what you convince yourself with. That's what you tell yourself. God is everywhere. God is everywhere. God is one. Mungu ni yule? Yes. <laughs> and before you used to say that nothing can shake me from this church. Nothing. I am unbogable. Ah, I am immovable. Nothing can remove me from here. I am unshakable. Ah, you can come and try, but you'll never remove me from this church. Ah, never. Never ever. Over my dead body. Yeah. I am a greater lover for life. I'm built to last. <laughs> Kanisa lita jengwa na kina nani Kanisa lita jengwa na kina nani Iyo o o Iyo o o Iyo o o Iyo o o Iyo Kanisa lita jengwa na kina nani Iyo o o Iyo o o yeah, you see now. But when the rubber hit the road, when the rubber hit the road, ah, when the rubber hit the road, you wait. All of a sudden, you th you think people like you now, eh? Suddenly, listen. The Bible says that Job was a very wealthy man. There was no one as wealthy as Job. No one. In the, the Bible even records in the East, there was no one as wealthy as Job. It is in the Bible. <laughs> yes. But you see, when, now, when affliction came, when affliction came, you, it's ni 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 tao, just one CV. You want to leave Jesus. It will come. I'm the person who's supposed to send for God. And you want to leave the church. You want to leave the church. Job had serious affliction. All his children died. All his children died. In a day, all his children died. The man was wealthy. He had sheep, donkeys, camels. So if it was in, like the, in the modern days, he, he would have had Rolls Royce from here all the way. Like there were so many. Thousands and thousands. He had Range Rovers. Range Rovers are camels. Yeah. But he never left God. Amen? Amen. Wow. Appreciate Pastor Matt. You may be seated. So the only issue of foundation is who? Someone was telling me I should ask Sandra what happened when the dogs were out. Someone left you. Come, come. When I went for the break, when I stepped out, 
Someone wrote me, ask Sandra what happened when the dogs were out. A pillar of strength. What happens, Lady Sandra? <laughs> it was one night, mm -hmm. we were going home. Mm -hmm. So the dog was out, but Pastor Eddie didn't know. <laughs> so he was walking, he was... <laughs> yes, yeah. it was him. He was walking and talking on phone. So when he saw the dog, <laughs> he ran to the house and left me outside at the car. Ah! <laughs> Pasta. Pasta. And then <laughs> the story is not over. Wait. And then he went and hid. <laughs> he went and hid in the washrooms. And then when he's there, he's like, Sandiako, Sandiako. <laughs> After hiding in the washroom, yes. leaving you to be eaten by your big dog. Yes. A pastor leaving the ship. The only sure foundation. Oh, yeah. It's Jesus. Jesus is the only sure foundation. Beautiful. So what is this foundation we should build upon? What is this foundation we should build upon? It's called the foundation of the anointing. That foundation is the foundation of the anointing. When I was told that story in the office right now, I really laughed. I was telling him, why have you not told me when you're inside? <laughs> hey, can you imagine someone has hidden in the, in the toilet? Not just in the house, in the toilet. Hmm? The protector is now hiding. It's like you've employed watchmen. Then when dogs come, they run and hide. Then when they are hiding, they are asking, how is your call? The foundation of the anointing. Tell about the foundation of the anointing. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Zachariah, the Bible says, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The Bible says, then this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was a priest who was trying to rebuild the temple. Not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord of hosts one thing all of us must realize is that the ministry is different from any other secular job the ministry is different from any other secular job in the secular world many things are important for success in the secular world many things are important for success Like for you to be successful in the secular world, you must have skill, you must have charisma, you must have connections, you must have passions. So many things are in play for you to be successful in the secular world. But for ministry, it's not many things that can make you successful. There are many things 
but there are others that are more important than others. And if you have them, they compensate for what you don't have. Because ministry is different from the secular world. So Zerubbabel was trying to build the temple. And here, we are trying to build the church. Building the temple and building the church is one and the same thing. It's one and the same thing. Right? Building the temple and building the church. So the Lord spoke to Zerubbabel and he told Zerubbabel, bro, my priest, this thing you are trying to do is not done by might. It's not done by power. Don't think because you, are, you have connection with the high and the mighty in the nation, you can build a strong church. Don't think that because you are mighty in terms of finances, you can build a strong church. Nah. Don't think because you have strength, strength of age, like you are younger, strength of mind, like you are brilliant, strength of purpose, strength of marriage, eh? strength of beauty. You know me, I'm a very handsome man. People will come to the church. I know pastors who are very handsome, but their churches are not big. Like Pastor Eddie is handsome. Are you handsome? <laughs> Even the wife is not answering. The wife is saying we work with what we have. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's not by handsomeness. It's not by beards. I don't have beards. Even Pastor Eddie and these ones. Pastor Eddie has even a sweating nose. So it's not by power. Some people say, oh, the church is working because of that pastor is very educated. Very educated. Look, education is good. Very important. But the work of the ministry, building of the church, cannot be built by education only. You can be very educated. I know pastors who are very educated, but when you listen to them, you sleep. And they're professors. They're professors. When they speak, thing is too heavy for me. I'd rather sleep. <laughs> Your brain can't process whatever they are saying. In a care loading. I love you now. About to shut down. So, building the church is not because we are very educated. Some people say, oh, pastor, the church is working because you have strategies. I came to see that there's no strategy that can build a church. No strategy. Strategies are good. We use them. We know what we need to do because strategy means you think. You know what you need to do. But no amount of strategy can build a church that Jesus is not building. No amount of strategy can build a ministry that Jesus is not building. The Bible says, I will build my church. So if Jesus is not building it, you can have all the strategies from here to Machakos and back, Kimanga, and the thing will crumble right before your face. What strategy can you use to convince people to be here for four days? From morning to evening. 
abandon everything. And I'm not giving them sitting allowance. You have actually paid to be here. What strategy can we use to make law students Skype classes, ask for permission, and be seated? What strategy can you use? People ask for permission. Others look for flimsy excuses to go live, behave. Others look for flimsy excuses. It's a word. To be here. What strategy can make people do that? You tell me. You seem to know. Is there a strategy? My friends, the Bible is making it clear to us that not, the church is not built by any form of power. No, no form of power, no form of might, no form of strength can build the church. The church is only built by the Holy Spirit. And that's the end of the story. If the Holy Spirit does not build the church, forget about it. No waste your time. If the Holy Spirit does not build your life, that's why I started, saying, I started by saying that the surest foundation is who? Jesus is the surest foundation. If Jesus is not building your life, you might not be making mistakes that I make. Me, I might be having more mistakes than you. I may be having more weaknesses than you. Like, I don't know how to speak. I, I get angry faster, perhaps. I, when I get angry, I beat people. <laughs> Like when I left, I went to deal with somebody. There was some work I had given them they didn't do. I just remembered when I was preaching. I said, I cannot let it go. <laughs> let me go and deal with it now. Seriously, It has to be done. Because I remembered it was supposed to be done by yesterday. And I've not seen it. Meaning it's not been done. You youth, you maybe you're the UN diplomat. You say, ah, Alisao, I'll be patient. But imagine if Jesus is not helping. However how you try, it's useless. However how you try. We might look like we are weaker, but we are weaker built on a firm foundation. You, you are stronger built on a shaky foundation. That's the difference. You with your strength and your might, the foundation you are on, is weak. Oh, yeah, it's weak. It's very shaky. Us who are weak have built on a strong foundation. A firm foundation. The church cannot work. The church cannot work with power and might. Power and might does not make the church work. The church will only work because of the anointing. The anointing is what will make your singing gift different from someone who sings in the club. The anointing gift different from a motivational speaker. Motivational speakers don't change lives. I don't listen to motivational talks. What is motivational talk? Motivational talks just hypes you for the moment. It gives you false hope. It keeps you on a high. 
Then the next minute when you come down sober, you find all your problems waiting for you. You're shocked. Ah. When a motivational speaker begins to speak, you can think tomorrow you'll be a billionaire. And tomorrow you wake up and your door is locked. So, at what? At Nilianza Buchari na picha ya nyama, they say. Look at me now. Mimi niko na mambuzi. Mob na nilianza na picha ya nyama. Nilianza business ya kuku na shelves za mayai. Motivation is, motivation is good. But motivation has its place. And motivation cannot build the church. It's a shaky foundation. It doesn't work here. Tell me it doesn't work here. The only thing that works here is the anointing. Is the anointing. Your education is good. But your education without the anointing is a paper. Toilet paper. Tissue paper. And we say tissue paper are only functional for how many seconds? A few seconds. Depending on the speed of execution. That is how your education is without the anointing. Without the anointing. You can have spent four years in campus or even five with those with rhetorics. Those who are doing medicine, seven years. And also depending on the school. There are some schools like MMU who never graduate. And University of Nairobi. And Moi. Moi is also on strike right now. Pastor Faith stayed in Moi for seven years. Seven years, studying. Seven years. Was it seven or six? Seven, six. Six years. A degree. You, you stayed for how long? A degree in education. Even this one stayed for six years, a degree in law. Six years. Something that takes four years. And then a holiday and a sao kila kitu. And a rutana and anza. Unafanyua orientation. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, without the anointing, you might look, but you are built on weak foundations. You might seem powerful, but you are built on weak foundations. That's the truth. Chris, that's the truth. Yeah. You might be weak, but with the anointing, you become very strong. Like I'm a weak man, by all standards. Weak age, weak in brilliance. Some of you are more smart than me. You did medicine, I did PR. I'm an art student. You are a son. Melelo did a degree in law. Na kapita. We can even feel the intelligent. She has the X factor. You can even feel brilliance. Just from her hair. The smile. But imagine, because of the anointing, a weaker vessel is speaking to her. 
and she's seated there, I'm standing here. Because of the anointing. The anointing must be the secret. The anointing is the secret. Jewel. You can get everything you want. But without the anointing, it is useless. You see how leaven leavens up the whole dough? Like unga. Unga, ukikanda unga. It's called dough, right? Ukikanda fla, fla. Actually, the correct pronunciation is flour. It's supposed to be pronounced as flour, not flour. So, nona flour. Ukikanda. Uweke iktu, leaven kwa saidi watumianga nini? Yeast. Ama baking powder. You know baking powder? Ukiyeka what happens to it? Ana kama kaunga kalikuwa aje? Kanafura kanakuwa aje? That's the anointing in your life. You just need to put little. Little on yourself. Just little, not much. And you see. Eh? Exponential growth. So you can imagine if you have much more of the anointing. What will happen? If just a little makes it the thing become so big, how much more if you seek more of it? You become even bigger. And pastor, but me, I'm waiting for the day I stop being weak to seek the anointing. It's the anointing that will kill the weakness. Look for it, even in your weakness. I was telling some guys some other time, never let your message be disqualified by your weakness. Keep preaching your message until your message delivers you. Because the message is the one that delivers. It's more powerful. So keep preaching that message until the day you are delivered. Never let this disqualify the message. Rather, let the message overpower the weakness. While you are at it, one day you realize, Allah, I'm no longer angry, like easily. You realize, Allah, Lord Regilisha, Allah, I no longer fornicate. I was a shepherd who used to fornicate. I no longer fornicate. What happened? I kept on preaching the message that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God does not want, you, want, me, want me to fornicate. Don't fornicate. When I kept on preaching that message, that message delivered me. I don't, don't preach the message from a point of immunity, self-righteousness, that you don't do it. Me, I'm okay. No, let's not do it. Because if you do that, you become immune to the message. So the message does not work on you. You understand? You immunize yourself against that virus. Do you know why Kitambo people used to get so many children? Because a lot of children would die. The mortality rate was very high. So you would get so many to compensate those who will die. For the, by the age of 10, a lot of children would die before they are 10. So someone would get like 15 children. Just in case seven die, he's remaining with eight. He remains with eight. But science came 
and realize that you don't have to get so many children so that even if they die, you remain with some. So what did they do? They introduced vaccines. So when vaccines came, they began to reduce the mortality rate. There was vaccine for polio because polio was killing people. Vaccine for TB because TB was killing people. Vaccine for yellow fever because yellow fever was killing people. Malaria. Do you have a vaccine for malaria? No, we don't have a vaccine for malaria. Whooping cough. Chicken pox. Measles. All those vaccines, when they were introduced, the mortality rate went down. Oh, it the mortality rate increased. Like people were... Was it increased? It went down. You, why are you confusing me? Increased or decreased? The mortality rate was high. People were dying. The mortality rate was low. People were... When they vaccinated... Oh, yeah, 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 it's true. The mortality rate went higher. When they were low, people were dying. Or is the other way? Yeah. Is low. People fewer people die. Oh, okay. Abu Juki too. Google for us. Is it high or low? Barak has confused me. Death, yes. Baraka, you, you're telling me English. Because mortality is death. And mortality is death. Mortality. Mortar. Hey, immortal beings. Well, so, so you see, you, co you are confusing me. Yeah. Yeah, you know that. Mortality is the number of deaths. So when it is high, it means people are, are more are dying. Exactly. So the mortality rate decreased. So I was right. I think we should watch this guy. Don't be saying things you don't understand. Don't be saying things you don't understand. And we are alive. And you mislead me. You say, no, pastor. He says, no. You, Baraka, you will wash him. Now, let's forgive him. Sit down, sit down. We are looking for the anointing. So there are things we can't do today. Because we want the anointing. So, when the vaccines came, the mortality rate went what? It went down. So more people were living. You understand? When the anointing comes, the potential of failure is decreased. The potential of failure is what? Decreased. And the potential of success is increased. So you just put in a little effort and get much results. Because you have the anointing. You have what? Without the anointing, you cannot do very much. Without the anointing, you can't build a mega church. Without the anointing, you cannot gather crowds. Without the anointing, you can't get married. Without the anointing, Without the anointing, you can't become anything. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, the anointing is a secret to life.
So I want to introduce to you the most important factor that will make you start out and accomplish something substantial for God. What will make you start out? Because without the anointing, you cannot even start. Even starting is difficult minus the anointing. Can we share the live broadcast? Share, we are live. Our MF camp. So the anointing is the most important factor that will make you start out and accomplish much and something substantial for God. Look, I believe in education. I believe in administration. I believe in strategies. But above all, I have come to the conclusion that Prophet Zechariah was talking about. And he said, it's not by any form of might. It's not by any form of power. It's not by any form of strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This spirit that Prophet Zechariah was speaking about is the same as the anointing that the Bible speaks about in the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. That, those are one, that is one of my memory verses. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. He did what? Who? How God anointed Boniface Bahati of Rongai with the Holy Ghost and with power that he went about healing, doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. How God anointed Genio of Kisarian with the Holy Ghost and with that he went about doing and healing all who are of the devil. For God, when you have the anointing, God is with you. The Bible says, no man can do this except the Lord be with him. You can't gather crowds in Yeri except the Lord be with you. You will never grow beyond 100 unless the Lord is with you. Do you want your churches to grow? Look, a mega church is a beautiful church. A mega church is a better church. Yes, we feel nice when we are so many here. Unlike when we were just a few people. Look, Machakos, Eldoret, Odaya, you will be more happier when there are more people. The many, the merrier. The many, the merrier. Anything big is better than anything small. Nothing good about being small. Even, even people with my body, these small bodies, there's nothing good in us compared to someone like Marcus. And, 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 and Baraka and this guy, uh, Mike. When Mike stands here, people will listen. Me, I have to use the power of teaching to make you listen. Some people, because of lacking the anointing, 
They have to use cars, clothes, money, jewelry. They have to flash things to make people listen to them. They have to use theatrics to make people listen to them. Word salad. Mm, look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. your tomorrow is better than your today. Someone give me those words, they, they, the rhyming words they use. From zero to hero. God is going to turn your mess into a message. Your test is your testament. Without your test, there is no testament. An October to remember. From grass. I may not know all that. Eh? I may not know all those things. But because of the anointing, you have to listen. I don't have cars that can make you listen to me. I don't flash. I don't drive flashy cars. I don't come with bodyguards. Without the anointing, you will not listen to me. However, how gifted I'll be. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power that he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. So you will see from this scripture that the substance that God anointed Jesus with was the Holy Spirit. Therefore, from this scripture, we can conclude that the anointing is the Holy Spirit. And we need the anointing to do the work of God. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, today I need the anointing. I need a fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. So the ministry is not a human or natural thing. As soon as you get this thing into your mind, the better it will be for you. Anytime you see a successful minister, look beyond the physical and see the realm of the spirit. And in the realm of the spirit, see the anointing on them. Observe the anointing at work in their lives. Anybody who is successful in ministry is an invisible clock over that person which allows him to succeed at what he is doing. Without that invisible clock, they can't succeed. So stop looking at the natural and say, hey, I'm saying he, he's a very good human resource director. That's why he has so many volunteers. That is far from truth. That is far from truth. The truth of the matter is, it is the anointing that has made him who he is. Without the anointing, my friends, you cannot do anything. For without the anointing, you cannot preach, you can teach, and gather crowds. That's why I love the anointing. In a large house. There are many vessels. Tell me what kind. 
church you can preach you can teach and gather crowds that's why you love the anointing so the yeah. ministry is not a human or natural thing observe the anointing at the work rather at work in the lives of the people you admire when you look at them see the anointing don't see skill skill is good I believe in skill. I believe in strategy. I believe in education. But look at the anointing. That anointing is the invisible mantle that is making everything work. That is why, this is, this is what explains why some people succeed and some don't succeed. Why some people have great degrees of success under some extreme circumstances and others have no success at all under good, favorable circumstances. We can be in the same circumstances, but others have higher degrees of success. Others can be in lower state of success, like lower circumstances, but they have higher degrees of success. The difference is in what is called the anointing. And the anointing is the Holy Spirit. Now, the anointing is different from the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It's the same thing. Like the Holy Spirit and the anointing is the same thing. But what I'm talking about is divine empowerment. Not just the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Like when you feel of the Holy Spirit, the first time is you speak in tongues. That is different from what I'm talking about. The anointing I'm talking about is you pursuing God. The Bible says the anointing that was on Jesus was the anointing that was without measure. I'm going ahead of myself, yeah? The anointing on Jesus was the anointing without measure. That anointing is what made Jesus who he is today. So I believe that God selects people and specifically anoints them to accomplish certain purposes in life. Personally, when I look back in my life, I have seen that God has specifically anointed me to do what I am doing today. If God did not anoint me for my generation, I'll not be doing what I'm doing today. So this is very different from the genuine infilling of the Holy Spirit, which every Christian has. The anointing is so important that we must ask ourselves, how do we get this vital ingredient in our ministry and in our life? I remember when I was 19 years, I told you the dream. I was 19 or 17, 17. The Lord told me, if you stay where you are, I'll use you to influence your generation. Because of that, the anointing to influence my generation came upon me. So I began influencing my generation. And the anointing has kept on growing and growing. The reach has kept on going bigger and bigger. So it is very important 
to realize that the anointing cannot be taught. The anointing is caught. The anointing cannot be taught. I can't teach you what the anointing is. I can't tell you formula for anointing is pray seven times a day, facing north. Read your Bibles three times. I wish I could tell you that. Wear sackcloths. Fast. I wish I could tell you that is the case. I wish I could tell you walk on Kokoto. The anointing will come. Go through fire. Every day. Pour anointing oil on your head. Drink it. Put it in a shower gel. And use it. You'll be anointed. I wish I could tell you that. But the truth is, there is no formula for teaching the anointing. The anointing is something that you catch. And when you have it, you know it. That's the mysterious thing about it. When you don't have it, you know it. When you, know, when you have it, you know it. You know you caught it. And we begin to see the effects of it. The Bible says a man of the spirit is like the wind. Nobody knows where the wind comes from or where it is going. But we all see the effects of the wind. So when you catch this anointing, you'll start seeing the effects. You'll start seeing the wind is moving, clouds are coming. You'll start seeing your building. This is two million to build this building. Built by young people. Some people, some pastors were telling me yesterday, you know young people don't have money. I laughed. I, I literally laughed. I said, hey. <laughs> they asked me, it's true, they don't have money. They said, it's true, they don't have money. But in my heart, I knew, in my Noah of Noah's, I knew when you have the anointing, it doesn't matter who you minister to. Money comes. There's no age group. Money is not in a certain age group. Money is not, money is not in the rich. Those, those with cars, money is a spirit. Anything that has a name has an ear. And money has a name. So it listens to people who are anointed. It listens to people who are anointed. It hears you when you call. Money listened to Jesus. Jesus spoke and said, Father, he sent his, his disciple and he told him, go and fish. The first fish you, you catch, there will be a, a coin, a gold coin in the mouth. That is money listening to Jesus, telling it where to go. So when you have this anointing, you can tell money where to go. And money will go there. What to do? And it will do. Anointing is caught. Not short. When you have it, you know it. When you don't have it, you also know it. You struggle. You struggle. You struggle to raise. Look, there are times I used to struggle to raise 100,000. Now raising 100,000, I just stand here and say, we need 100,000. By the end of this service, you can have 100,000. You know on service. You know, this time I used to struggle. And my father told me, you know why you're struggling in it? Because you've not caught that anointing yet. Once you catch the anointing, like my father has the anointing for, for money. The building we are building is now at almost 100 million. The day we started building up to now, we've never stopped a day. Even during COVID, we never stopped. We were at it. At it. During COVID, people were not coming to church. We were still building. People were not paying tithes. We were still building. 
Where do you think the money was coming from? The anointing. Anything that has a name has an ear. That's why you see someone who is less educated than you, but he has been pursuing God. He has more money than you. Anything that has a name has an ear. Jesus spoke to money, and money had him. So the anointing, I can't teach you, but the anointing is something you can catch as I speak. The Bible says, as he spake unto me, the spirit entered into me. And he caused me to stand on my feet. And I heard him that speak. That's how I caught the anointing. I was in a, I was, I was, it was actually, I remember clearly, it was a worker service. We were at the tent, at Total. You know Total? That tent over there, there's a church there right now. That was the property we are leasing. We had put up a tent there. While we were there, in a worker service, Paps was preaching. I was think I was 18 years. I was 18 years there. I think so. I'm not sure. 18 or 19. Either of the two. While I was there, I was somewhere in between because I was nobody. I couldn't even come to the front to do what. I was just somewhere in the back of the middle. Me, I was a parking boy. I was, my, when I joined church, the first thing I did was protocol. My work was to park cars. That was the work I did faithfully, without complaint. But the anointing caught me while I was in the parking lot. And someone who was seated in the front row caught nothing. Missed it. Because this thing is mysterious. It's like a magnet. It knows who is pulling it more. Yeah, or rather it pulls you more. It depends with the thirst you have for it. If you thirst for it more, you'll get more of it. So during the worker service, I was seated there, volunteers, the, the early morning we do. And he was preaching or praying. Then I felt something has come upon me. And I sobbed. I sobbed. I cried. I fell down. I cried. And the more I cried, I knew in my heart that I've caught this thing called the anointing. From there, it's been ever increasing. Anytime I'm in a camp, I catch a new anointing. This, what I'm doing right now, is an anointing. What I'm doing right now. Holding young people for four days is an anointing. Teaching them from morning, from 7.30 to 9.30 or 9. Every day is an anointing. I caught it from my father. You don't find many people pastors doing this. You preach for 40 minutes, Mate Mesha. Nguvu Mesha. Unakunyo Mate Maliza. People sleep. How do you explain people being attentive to you? For yesterday I did, because I didn't preach for long, I did 8 kilometers. The previous day I did 14.2 14 point, 14 kilometers plus 8. How many are those? 22 kilometers. So yesterday, because Pops preached in the afternoon, my kilometers reduced. So today I might do another 14 kilometers. Five hours continuous in the evening. On Tuesday, in the morning, from 9 to 2, I taught for five hours. From 9 to 2. That can only be the anointing. Then we went for one hour break. We came back. I taught for another five hours. And then during the break, I was still talking. <laughs> I was still talking to the pastors who had come. Because the pastors were mesmerized. But you know when you have the anointing, people feel like what you are doing is very easy. 
People feel like what you're doing is very easy. They say, ah, you make it look very easy. They say, ah, at you, at you guys, you have this and this and this. Give them to me. So when they tell me that, I never tell them no. I tell them, wow. You want them, I call whoever is responsible. Teach them what we do. Because they think it's strategies. Yeah, teach them. When they go, they try. It fails. They say, ah, I see. Can you work? Are you sure? Because it's not skills. It's not strategy. There's something they have not caught called the anointing. The invisible clock. But when I'm speaking here, you look, you look at it and say, ah, it's Miraisi Sana. I ask you a question in the morning. What would make all these law students who are here? Skype class and be here. What would make these medicine students? Skype class and say, I want to go for the camp because I want to be a pastor and a doctor. What logical explanation do you have, Natasha, for that? What logical explanation? The anointing. Hey, Lord, give us the anointing. Today, Lord, give us the anointing. Today, the anointing must break the yoke. I think the anointing must break the yoke. So the anointing is not something you teach. It's something that you caught. How does this special ingredient come onto a person? It's a question. Is it that something that we all have or received in a special way? Ladies and gentlemen, the anointing is introduced to our lives by God himself. God is the one who introduces the anointing onto the earth. And he does it in his own sovereign way. I have noticed that there are several anointings at work in my life and several anointings at work on earth. One time I told my wife, you know any anointing you need is not in heaven, it's on earth. Any anointing, we were driving, I told her, any anointing you'll ever need, it is not locked up in heaven. It is here on earth. And I told him, anointings don't go back to heaven. They don't go back. Because the Bible says the gifts of God are without repentance. So the anointing, any anointing you need is here on earth. The divine empowerment you need. So it can't go back to heaven. Is there they don't need the anointing. It's needed here more. You need it here to do great things here. And guess what? Anointings are men. Anointings are? Men are carriers of the anointing. Now, in the old days, they discovered that vitamin C is in orange. In oranges. So they realized that you don't have to eat an orange to get vitamin C. So there's another way of getting vitamin C. So they extracted the vitamin C from the orange and put it in tablets. So now there's one tablet in my house. There are tablets I take sometimes in the morning when I remember. You put in water. When I take that one tablet, I've eaten 20 oranges. One tablet in a glass of water, like this glass. It's like eating 20 oranges. You don't have to go and get messy uh, no, just that is 20 oranges. I have all the vitamin C I need. That is how easy it is to extract it. But it is impossible to extract the anointing from a man and put it in a glass and drink it. 20 anointings. 
they have never found a way to extract the anointing from a man and put it in a tablet and give you to eat. If you want the anointing, you have to relate with the man. If you want the anointing, you have to relate with the man who carries that anointing. So there are several ways that the anointing comes on us. There are several ways that the anointing comes on us. Number one, how can you receive the anointing? Number one, it's called the terminated transferred anointing. I'll only give you two because there are several. Number one, it's called the terminated transferred anointing. In this type of transfer, a man of God's life is terminated and his anointing is transferred to someone else. The person who has received this anointing usually starts ministering from the death of the original anointed vessel. A good example of this is Joshua. Joshua became anointed to lead the people of Israel after Moses was terminated. So unless Moses was terminated, Joshua would not have received the anointing. So a transferred anointing is something that is moved from one person to another. This transfer can occur when a man of God dies or leaves the scene. Then his mantle falls directly on someone else. The departure of Elijah from the scene resulted to the anointing on his life being transferred to who? Elijah. Elisha. This resulted in the same anointing being present on earth but operating from, operating from a different vessel. In this case, Elisha. So the terminated anointing transfer comes from a man whom God has called to heaven or had exited the scene. So what is on them cannot go back to heaven. It has to fall on someone else. That is what happened to Reverend Reinhard Bonke, evangelist Reinhard Bonke. He had gone to see, he had, he, had been to, he had been to Bible school in Germany. So on his way back, he passed through England. In England, there was this, what is the name of that evangelist? Geoffrey somebody. I can't remember, someone Google for me, Geoffrey somebody. He was almost dying. So he felt, so Renard Bonke felt like he should go around England as he waits for his train in the evening to go back to Germany. George Geoffrey. George Jeffrey, yes, George Jeffrey, evangelist George Jeffrey. So he felt like he should go around the city, just looking around. So he entered into this estate in England, and he saw on a placard a name written George Jeffrey, evangelist George Jeffrey. And immediately he knew this is the house of the great evangelist. So he entered into his house, and he asked the nanny, can I see the evangelist? At that time, Renard Bonke was, I think, 19 or 20 years. He said, can I see the evangelist? The nanny said, no, the evangelist is asleep. So by good luck or by orchestration of God, the evangelist heard from the stairs that someone was looking for him. He asked, who is that looking for me? The nanny said, there's another young man who says he wants to see you. So the evangelist said, allow him to come in. So he went in, sat with him, and they spoke for a few minutes. Then as he was about to leave, the evangelist told him, let me pray for you. And he laid his hands on him. Then Renard Bonke left, went back to the train station, and went to Germany. By the time he was arriving in Germany in the evening, 
he heard in the radio that the famous evangelist, George Jeffrey, has died. That is how he knew he caught the anointing to do evangelism from him. Terminated anointing transfer. Because the anointing can't go back to heaven. It has to be transferred to another vessel. It has to be transferred to another vessel. Are we together? The second way to catch the anointing. The second way to catch the anointing is called the living transferred anointing. So you don't have to wait for a man of God to die for you to be anointed. There's another way. Which is something you should all endeavor for. Because you don't know when I'll die. <laughs> you might be saying, I'm waiting for the day Pastor Boni will die. So I catch, his, I catch his anointing. You will wait. You might die before me. As things are looking, you will die before me. Say, God forbid. Yeah. Don't wait for me to die. The living transferred anointing. Oh, did I give you a scripture for the other one? No, wait. Let me first give you a scripture. Acts 4.13. 4, Acts 4.13. Now, as soon as Christ was off the scene, the anointing that operated through him while he was on earth began to operate through the life of his disciples. And people were very amazed. And the only explanation they could give for, the, for Peter and John's new charisma was their association with Jesus. They said, Manze, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained, Men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. So, you relating with a man has the potential of making what is on him come upon you. Come upon you. So, the fact that the disciples, John and, and Peter, were with Jesus, after some time, what was on Jesus came upon them. And people began to realize that after the death of Jesus. They said, ah, these people must have been with Jesus. These people must have been with Jesus. The only explanation they could give was that this is Jesus. Are we together? Number two, the living transferred anointing. Living transferred anointing. The next type of transfer is living transferred anointing. In this case, the anointing on one person is transferred to someone else while they are still alive. A man of God who is blessed with long life may see the anointing on his life working through others. An example in the Bible is that the anointing on Saul was replaced by an evil spirit. Meanwhile, his successor David was anointed while Saul was still alive. So Saul saw the anointing to be king on another man while he was still alive. And this is the common occurrence. By the way, Prophet Samuel was very scared about this thing. He said, how can I, he asked the Lord, how can I go and anoint another king while the king is still alive? The king will kill me. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. How can I do this? The king will kill me. But the living transferred anointing, you can see the anointing on another man has come upon you. And it doesn't mean that the anointing on that man has left them. 
No. It's just God who has decided that what is on him will come on others. The Bible says, Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your own with oil and go, and I'm sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. Verse 2. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. But the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. So the Lord gave him a way of escaping being killed. He said, Go and say it's a sacrifice. It's a good, God gave him a good excuse to anoint the king. So he went forth and he anointed him. The living transferred anointing. The living transferred anointing can come upon you from another man. Not because God has rejected another man. No. It is just God taking a portion of what is on them and giving it to you by divine mercy. Number three is called shared anointing transfer. Shared anointing transferred. Shared anointing transferred. Or anointing sharing. Simply put. This is when God takes the anointing on one man and shares it with several other people at the same time. This is when God takes the anointing on one man and shares it with several other people at the same time. You notice that several men of God in the same era are operating in a similar anointing in this case. In Bible terms, several prophets lived and prophesied around the same time. God took the anointing that was on one person, in this case, the case of Moses, and he shared it among 72 others. Numbers 11 verse 16. He said, and I'll take a portion of your spirit and I'll pour it on others. You know what? The anointing that is on me is a portion of the spirit on my father. And the anointing that is on these guys is a portion of the spirit that is from my father that is in me. You understand? The anointing that will fall on you is a portion of the spirit I carry. You understand? Which I got it from my father. And my father got his from his around the same time. So you see we operate at a similar anointing. You see, ah, they all do camps. They all buy properties. They all build buildings. They speak the same. When I'm speaking, it's like you can almost think it's him speaking. When Pastor Eddie is speaking, speaking. One time I listened to Pastor, Pastor, is it Pastor, Eddie, Pastor Mark. I was in the office. I asked, I asked my, 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 the girl who works for me in the office, my PA. I asked her, am I hearing myself? She said, no, that's Pastor Mark. She said, that's Pastor Mark. Another time my wife told me Pastor Mark was speaking. And he thought it's me. So he was wondering, he has left me in the office. Then again, I'm speaking. It's called anointing sharing. So anointings can be shared. 
you should desire to have the anointing that is on your leader, on your father. It's an anointing you should desire to carry. The Bible says, so the Lord said to Moses, gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you. Mm -hmm. Verse 17. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take off the spirit that is upon you and will put the same spirit upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you that, they may not bear, that you may not bear it alone. I will take a portion of the spirit that is upon you and will place it upon them. So they began to speak like Moses. They began to judge like Moses. They began to think like Moses. They began to reason like Moses. They began to dress like Moses. The same results Moses was experiencing, they began experiencing them. Because the anointing upon Moses was transferred upon them. I see the anointing being transferred to you. I see us sharing an anointing. So anointings can be shared. Anointings will be shared today. I think the anointing will be shared today. You'll practically see the same anointing I have coming upon you. I'm saying you'll see the same anointing I have coming upon you. You see yourself having camps. So all the 70 men were anointed and they shared in Moses' anointing and accomplished God's will. So I have seen the anointing being shared upon some people we work with or who are with me here because there is something called the anointing sharing. Brother, you need to be anointed, prince. Being a skillful drummer minus the anointing is useless. Genio, being so skillful at this thing minus the anointing is useless. You must endeavor to have a portion of the anointing of your leader. You must endeavor. You must seek for it. And I said when I began, it is a bit different from the infilling of so pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, but also pray to catch the anointing. Pray to be filled of the Spirit and you speak in tongues, but also pray to catch the anointing. Pray to catch it. And it's the same thing. The anointing is still the Holy Spirit, but it is different from the infilling, the genuine infilling. It is, this is different. This is God anointing you for a specific purpose. Same power a different manifestation. Different baptisms. You, un you understand? The Bible says, and they were baptized unto Moses. In our first Corinthians word. Give me that scripture. And they were baptized unto Moses. To be baptized unto Moses means to be baptized to the teachings of your leader. 1 Corinthians 10 2. 1 Corinthians 10 2. 1 Corinthians 10 2. And they were baptized unto Moses. Not unto Pharaoh. Start from verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. 
and all pass through the sea. So they were under the, under the same circumstances. Our fathers. Uh -huh. All were baptized into Moses and the, into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So while they were under the cloud, Moses was teaching them. While they were in the sea, Moses was teaching them. So they were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They were mass baptized. How were they baptized? They were baptized by the teachings of Moses. So if you want to catch the anointing, you have to be baptized unto the teachings of your leader. Verse 3 says what? This is New King James. Verse 3. All ate the same spiritual They all ate the same spiritual food. All of them ate the same spiritual food. Verse 4. And all drank the same spiritual for they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock Wow, give it up for our mother. Wow. Wow, good to see you. You may be seated. Wow. Let's start from verse 1 again. Use New King James, yes. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. And they all passed through the sea. So Paul is saying, I don't want you to be unaware. I want you to know that our fathers were in the same circumstances, were in the same condition. They were all under the cloud. They were all under the sea. Verse 2. All were baptized into Moses, in the cloud and in the sea. Uh -huh. All ate the same spiritual they were taught in the same camp. All of them. They were preached with the same teachings. They were told download the same podcasts. They were told listen to the same sermons. They all ate the same spiritual food. <laughs> yeah, my God. Is it not powerful? Verse 4. And drank the same spiritual drink. Nobody was being given coke. Others have been given crests. And stony or porridge. Same drink. Same, if it is Red Bull, all of them are being given Red Bull. And it was giving them wings <laughs> to fly. For they drank of the same of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. So the rock they were drinking from. The food they were eating from was Christ. That's why I said nobody can build on any other foundation minus the foundation with Jesus. Jesus is the only sure foundation. But if you want to catch the anointing, the anointing is not on Jesus. Jesus already gave it to men. Jesus, when he was living, we've seen in the scriptures that when he left, his anointing went to other men. He didn't go with his anointing to heaven. The Bible says, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. For they were uneducated and untrained. They lay men, uneducated and trained. But they marveled at their boldness. They immediately knew what was on Jesus has come on them. 
So Jesus never went back with his anointing. He gave it to men. So there's no anointing that is in heaven that you need. The anointing you need is on earth. Anointing shared. Anointing shared. And the anointing was shared when God said, bring them, the 72, before me. And I'll take a portion of what you have and I'll place it on them. So they began to behave in the same manner. They began to talk in the same manner. They began to experience same results. They began to experience same attitudes, same battles, same outcomes. Because the anointing that was on them was a portion of the anointing on the man they are following. So Bonke, any anointing you need is on earth. Pastor Eddie, any anointing you need. Sandra, any anointing you need is on earth. So when you pray, Lord, anoint me, God sends you a man. When you say, Lord, use me to change my generation, God sends you a man that is changing his generation. He does not tell you now, one week training. <laughs> or I'll send Elio Gabriel to speak to you. Direct. Look, if an angel appears to me and tells me I've come to give you an anointing without showing me the man, I might be suspicious of it. I might be suspicious. Because that's not how God operates. He can operate like that, yeah? But that's not how he operates. Most of the time when the angel comes, he tells you, call for my servant, so and so. Because God uses patterns. The Bible says God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So you cannot tell me the angel appeared and told you, go to Catalonia for one year. Then, then from the mountain, Catalonia, go to Mount Kenya and stay there for three weeks. Then I'll anoint you. When you come with that theory, I might be suspicious of it. I might be skeptical. But if you, told, if you tell me that I was praying and I felt drawn to listen to this man, I'll know that is actually God at work. Because that's how God works. One time I was watching Bishop David Oyebo's documentary. He had been sent to watch. And he, David Oye, Bishop David Oyebo told him, when an angel appeared to him and told him, send for my servant, Papa Adeboyo. When you go there, he will lay his hands on you and you will begin to do what he's doing. That's how he caught his anointing when he started out in ministry. He started listening to Papa Adeboyo. Look, me, I talk to God direct. Me, I talk to Jesus direct. Straight. Me, I don't need a man. Look, you see, if Jesus appears to you right now, he will not give you the answer you are looking for. He'll send it to a man. That's where I'm going. I'm the one with the microphone, brother. You are, all, you are preaching with the pastor. Saul, when Jesus appeared to Saul, what did he tell him? He told him, go and you will find a man by the name Ananias. And he will lay his hands on you and you will see. Why wouldn't Jesus not restore the eyes and his name would put blindness? And he can. He's able. He would have just said, receive your sight. Because in the first place, it is him who blinded him. And he has done it before. But he told him, go to a man. 
when, when, when Jesus was on earth and Peter cut someone's ear, he returned it. He said, that's a ujinga. But this time, when he, when he had left earth, when now he was appearing to a man on earth, he told him, I have no power to give back your sight. As much as I have that power, my power is limited because of my principles. I've delegated my power to another man called Ananias. So go to him and he will give you sight. And Saul had to go to another man after having seen Jesus. Because Paul says in his, in his letters, I, an apostle of Jesus Christ, not called by men, but called by Jesus himself. So his calling did not come through men. Jesus appeared to him directly. Have I not seen Jesus? Whether in the flesh, I know of a man who was caught up in the third heavens. Whether in the flesh or in the spirit, I don't know. But God knows. That man, the one who's speaking like that, was told, if you want your sight, go to a man. Go to a man. Your solution is in a man. Can you imagine? Eh? Same thing with Colonius. He was giving alms. And God was so moved. He said, wow. This man is such a good man. But imagine God told him, go and look for Peter. <laughs> he says, an angel appeared to him. And told him, Colonius, there's a man called Peter. Go look for him. Go look for him. And the angel had power. He could have led him in the prayer of salvation. Eh? Like in Abimelech and Abraham. Actually, yeah, Abimelech was told, go to Abraham to pray for you. When God wanted to kill him. Let's finish first. Colelius. He was told, go look for Peter. So Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. Verse 31. And said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard. And your arms are remembered in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. Send, therefore, to Joppa and call Simon here whose name is Peter. He's lodging in the house, like he's sleeping in the house, in, in, in his house, like he's staying in his house. Atana, by the sea. When he comes, he will speak. <laughs> when he comes, he'll speak to you. Me, I can't. Because I don't have that power. So those who tell me that you speak to God direct, God told me. Which Bible do you read? Which Bible do you read? I don't need a man. The Lord spoke to me direct. Straight. This is New Testament. In the Old Testament, Abraham had gone to a certain land. And the king of that land wanted to take the wife, Sarah. Because Abraham had said, this is my sister. sister so the king said, come sister, because I can marry her. Then that night, as he was preparing to go into the girl, the Bible says that he had a dream. And the Lord told him, go to Abraham and tell him to pray for you or I'll kill you. 
God has a way of defending your wife. <laughs> you, your wife cannot be stolen from you. Your wife cannot be stolen from you. So don't be insecure. That will be taken. You just seek the anointing. The anointing will cover for you. Yeah, someone will be catering your girl before you get married. Then in a dream, the Lord will tell him, I'll slap you. I'll beat you. That girl is supposed to be married to brother Abednego. Leave him alone. Mercy. I'm saying mercy. So the anointing you need is not in heaven. The anointing you need is on earth. It is with men. So after you've prayed, my Lord, I don't want to be ordinary. Open your eyes to see where God is leading you. The Bible says better is the wandering of the eye than the wandering of desires. Give me that scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 6-9. Better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of desires. So let your desire not wander. Ask God, use my desire to guide me. Use my desire to do what? I have come to see one of the easiest ways the Lord speaks to me is through my desires. I have told you before that sometimes you might miss the voice of God. But when God is controlling your desires, you will not miss it. Because do you know desires are very strong? One desire you have is going to the toilet. Going for a long call. If you get that desire right now, the desire for long call, however how high or how low I shout, you will start saying, no, pastor. That desire overrides all logic. You say, no, I have to go. I have to go. You say, no, we will give you two million. Okay, first let me go, then I come. I, I gotta go. I gotta leave. I gotta go. You can't think straight. That's how strong desires are. Desires are that strong. When you desire to have sex, that desire comes on you. You can be speaking in tongues one minute. Lama, 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 lama. The next minute you are removing your clothes. Because the desire overrides logic. Look, you can't fight desires by logic. That's why it's very hard to break from addictions through logic. And reasoning. You say, I'll take two. I go to rehab. Then I start reducing the rate. It's very hard to kill that. They were eight, now I'll take six. Then I take three. You will follow that chain, get to one, then go back to eight. Because logic cannot override desires. Desires are emotions. Only a supernatural power can alter desires. Something higher than that emotion. Only God can twist your desires. Do you know for any spirit to control you, the first place it hits is where? Your desires. And that is the first thing that God did. Because God is the first spirit we see in the Bible, right? He's the father of all spirits. 
the first time that he wanted to control a human being, what did he do? He told Eve, your desire shall be for a man. That's the first time we see a spirit controlling a human being. And from that time to date, all girls want men. Past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. You ask a three-year-old, what do you want to become? Dad, me, I want a wedding gown. I got married today. I know another girl called Victoria. Small. She, she walks like this. She says, this is my boyfriend. Six-year-old. What does she know? She already knows her wedding gown. She has already walked down the aisle. Where did she, where did she get it from? That scripture. And your desire shall be for a man. Your desire shall be for your husband. The first games we play as kids is cha baba, cha mama. It's not anything else. You don't trade. You don't, you don't say, let's trade. Let's play a game of trading. Take five bob, give me two sweets. The first game you play is cha baba, cha mama. And you're the mother. You fight to be the father and the mother. You, you have... You have, you have childhood husbands no while you are kids. No wonder you're not married now. <laughs> because you're already married. Any childhood marriage, we break it right now. We set you free for marriage. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will all be married. You are separated and divorced. The marriage is annulled. In the name of Jesus. So as you can see, spirits control human beings through desires. Spirits control human beings through desires. If Satan wants to control you, he puts a desire in you. Or he knows where to touch and the desire will come to life. He knows how to spark it. He knows how to activate it. When I say, ah, no, 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 no. When I learned this, I started intentionally praying for my desires. I intentionally pray for them. I say, Lord, my desires are very bad. If you don't set, help me, hey, Satan will take hold of my desire like this. And the next thing I know, I'm going south. I'm going south. The next thing I know, things are moving south for me. Wow, I appreciate Pastor Antonio's. I'm be seated. What is it? So you see spirits control human beings. Through what? Desire. Through desires. Jeremiah, he was not willing to go when he was sent. Then the Lord told him, you, you, you don't know me. What did the Lord do to him? The Bible says Jeremiah spoke and said, it is like fire that has been shut up in my bones. A fire that has been, I cannot keep quiet. Because what I'm feeling is like God is lighting me inside. God is like God is lighting me from inside. I have to go and speak to those people. Spirits control you through desires. God being one of the spirits. Father of all spirits. And one of the spirits that you should want to control you is the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit controls your life, you will be able to accomplish much. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth 
with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed. For God was with him. Jesus was controlled 100% by a spirit. That spirit made him do good. That is to tell us, people who do bad, is a spirit that is controlling them that makes them do bad. If you rape, you are under a spirit that is making you rape. If you lie, you are under a spirit that is making you lie. Because good spirits lead you to do good things. Bad spirits lead you to do bad things. What influence are you under? When you slap your husband, you say, You are under a spirit. You are under a spirit. You are under a spirit. Look, it is said, nature abhors. So nobody can be a vacuum. There must be a spirit at work in your life. Nobody is not anointed. Everybody is anointed. Every, everybody is anointed. It depends which spirit has anointed you. Which spirit has anointed you. But everybody has an anointing. Waganga wakona anointing. No matter Uganda, no matter what I say, leo outa kojoa na ukojoi. Yes. What gives them that power to control another spirit? Because the Bible says man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a. So what gives them power to control another spirit? A supernatural power, which is another spirit that is higher than a human spirit. That's why they have power over a human spirit. So everybody is anointed. It depends on who is anointing you. But the good thing of being anointed with the Holy Spirit is the Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds no sorrow. So his anointing will not make you sorrowful at the end of it. But the anointing of Satan, after he has used you, he will make you sorrowful. So why should we be anointed? Why? Or rather, before I show you why we should be anointed, Before I show you why we should be anointed, can I show you why, why, why to get, seek rest to get in the anointing? Can I show you why? Eh? So steps to the anointing in Jordan. Steps to the anointing in Jordan. Like River Jordan. We'll use this passage of John the Baptist. Steps to the anointing. Then I show you why we need to be anointed. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. Matthew. Matthews. Mata. Matthews. The Bible says then Jesus came from Galilee to John at Jordan to be baptized by him. Mm -hmm. Verse 14. Tutakutia maji. Verse 14, can we read? So John was saying, Yo, you're the one who needs to baptize me. Verse 15. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, 
for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. Verse 16. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. Mm -hmm. And alighting upon him. Why did the Holy Spirit have to come in form of a dove? Because a dove is a very calm animal. That's why he never came in a crow. Or a vulture. You see, the anointing is so precious. The anointing requires you to handle it with so much care. Like when, when, because the anointing will fall today. When the anointing falls, you can't just be moving here and there. You have to be still. You cannot just have people walking, people singing songs they don't know. That's why when you start singing songs that you don't know, you quench the spirit, like these musicians. <laughs> if you have, and there's a certain voice you sing with. You are ye, and the promises remain. We need you, Lord. No, the dove is so calm. You are he, and your promises remain. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. You are here. And you said you never leave. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord.
Precious Holy Spirit. 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 Now precious Spirit of God. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious in power. Precious in gentleness. Precious in beauty. Precious in glory. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit, 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 precious, I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit, you are in this place, Holy Spirit, precious in power, precious in power, precious in glory. Precious Holy Spirit, precious in power. You are in this place, Holy Spirit. You are in this place, Holy Spirit. You are in this place, Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit. Down, leave them. Rally, bala, 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 bala. Lama, laba, debo, shele, bala, bala. Anybody under the power, don't touch them. Rakere, bala, bala, bala. Rema, lama, bala, bala, bala. 
Precious Holy Spirit. 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 Move in your power, Holy Spirit. Move in your power, Holy Spirit. Move in your power, Holy Spirit. Glorify the Son of Man. Glorify the Son of Man. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious are you. Precious are you. Precious are you. Precious are you, Holy Spirit. Precious are you, Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Blow as a wind, Holy Spirit. Blow as a gentle breeze, Holy Spirit. Blow as a gentle spirit. Blow as a gentle wind. Blow as a gentle wind, Holy Spirit. From the front to the back. From the front to the back. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, blow as a wind. Blow as a gentle breeze. Blow as a gentle breeze. Reba Lamandolo Boselaba Laba Day. Reba Lamandolo Boselaba Day. Lord, blow on this place, Lord. Blow upon these people, Lord. Blow right here, Holy Spirit. Reba Lamandolo Boselaba Labodo. Blow as a wind, Holy Spirit. Blow as a wind, Holy Spirit. Reba Lamandele Balabalebo. Reba Lamandala Balabalaba. Lamandolo Boselaba Lebo. Blow Holy Spirit, 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 blow Holy Spirit. Blow in this place, Lord. Raymond Obodebedebo. Move, Holy Spirit. Move in your power. Move in your power, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Move in your power, Lord. Move in this place, Lord. Move in this place, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. Move. You are here, Lord. Move, oh Lord. Lemano Mosele Mandolobo Celebe. Rimana Mandolobo Celebedebo. Ramana Mandolobo Celebede. Rimana Mandolobo Celebedebo. Lord, move in your power, Lord. Move in your power, Lord. Move in your power, Lord. Move in your glory, 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 Lord. Ramelebo Celebedebo. Ramando Mondodobo. Lord, move in your glory, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Lord, move in your glory, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Lord, visit this place right now, Lord. Move to this place, Holy Spirit. Visit them, Spirit of the Living God. Move in this place, Lord. Move upon them, Lord. Move upon them, Lord. Move upon them, Lord. 
Move upon them, Lord. Move and change their desires. Move and change their desires, Lord. Move and change their desires, Lord. Rebalo mondo lobo selebede boshe debede. Rimande bede boshi debede bo. Rimala mando debe selebede bo. Rimala mando lobo selebe. Rimalo mondo lobo selebele bo. Rimala bala bala bala. Lord, move upon them right now. Move upon them right now. Move Holy Spirit. Move Holy Spirit. Move Holy Spirit. Move Holy Spirit. Rebele mondo lobo selebede mosi le mando dobo. Lord, move upon these people. Move upon these people. Lord, move upon this congregation, Lord. Move upon this church, Lord. Move upon them right now, Lord. Move upon them right now, Lord. Let your angels visit them right now. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, move upon them right now. Move upon them right now. Move them to hunger. Move them to hunger, Lord. Move them to hunger, Lord. Move them to hunger, Lord. Move them, Lord. Move them, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Move in your glory, Lord. Move in your power, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. You are in this place, Lord. You are in this place, Lord. You are here, Lord. I know you are here. I know you are here in your power. I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here, moving in your power. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here, revealing in your power. I know you are here, with your glory. I know you are here, healing with your power. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here, healing with your power. I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here, moving in your power. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here, moving with your power. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here, here in your power. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit, what is sing? I know you are here, here in your power. I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here, precious 
Nobody wants to be born again. Come. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here. Anybody wants to be born again, come to me. Flowing like a river. I know you are here. Come here. Anybody wants to receive Jesus? Precious Holy Spirit. Everyone sing with me. I know you are here. Flowing like a river. I know you are here. Precious Holy I know you are here. I know you are here. You're here to bring revival. Here to bring revival. I know you are here. I know you are here, Lord. Precious Holy Spirit. Lord, I know you are here. I know, Lord. Here to bring revival. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Lord, I, I know Lord. you are here. I know, Lord. Here to take us higher. I, I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit. Lord, I know you are here. To, to take us higher. Lord, I know you are here. Here, Lord. Precious Holy Spirit. Lord. Precious Holy Spirit, oh Lord. I know you are here. What shall I do to be saved? Flow like a river. What shall I do to be I saved? I know you are here. They ask. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here. Precious Holy Lift your hands up. I know you are here. Every hand lift it up. Precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here. I know you are flowing like a river. Flowing like a river. I know you are here. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here. I know you are 
Father. 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 Who am I, Lord? Who am I to sing your presence? Who am I to worship you? It's a blood that makes the difference in me and made a way to enter into your throne. I could not come near your presence. I could never sing your song. I could never sing your song. But the sacrifice on Calvary's tree Oh, is the reason Is the reason I can cry out today Say, Imela 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 Oh, Kaka Lord, this is the beginning of what you are about to do. The Bible says, after Paul had preached, they asked, tell us what we shall do to be saved. Lord, thank you for the conviction you've placed upon men to ask and say, I want to be saved. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is by your power, Lord. 
Everybody repeat this prayer after me. Put your hand on your chest. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. I want you to help those people who are here. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. I ask you, Lord. I ask you, Lord. To write my name. To write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Lord. Lord. I am tired. I am tired. Of living a life. Of living a life. That is not my own. That is not my own. A life with Satan. A life with Satan. A life of pain. A life of pain. A life of struggle. A life of struggle. From today, Lord. From today, Lord. I am born again. I'm born again. I belong to you. I belong to you. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Now point at Satan and say, Satan. Satan. I don't belong to you. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. My mind belongs to Jesus. My mind belongs to My thoughts belong to Jesus. My thoughts belong to Jesus. My ideas belong to Jesus. My ideas belong to Everything about me belongs to Jesus. Everything about me belongs to Jesus. I am his. I am his. And he's mine. And he's mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I know you are here. Here in your power. I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit, I know you are here. Yes, Lord. for a break.